Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, and we continue our number two of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. We are inching closer and closer to Monday for the college football playoff to commence. We have Michigan and Alabama in the Rose Bowl, and then we will have the Sugar Bowl of course, between Texas and Washington. And I was texting my buddy Roman Harper the other day, former NFL safety, uh, played his college ball at Alabama. And I was like, I'm excited for Alabama and Michigan. And he was like, I'm more excited for Texas and Washington. And I'm like, oh, I think Alabama, Michigan's going to be a great game. And he's like, Zach, I know you like Michigan. I know you root for Michigan, but Alabama is going to kick the crap out of the Wolverines. So now joining us, Alabama Homer, excuse me, I mean former Alabama safety, now a part of the SEC network, the great Roman Harper. Roman, appreciate the time. How you been, my friend? Zach, I'm good, man. First of all, that was a great picture of you and your little logo leading up to it that I was looking at. It's just a great picture of you, dude, just to let you know that. And I'm not saying Michigan, Alabama's going to cook the crap out of Michigan, but I do think they're going to win the game. And, I, and I'm still waiting on you to convince me how Michigan wins this game. Well, you convince me first. Why are you so confident about the Alabama Crimson Tide and why they're going to take down Michigan? Well, uh, being uh, – I'm going to take all, as much bias out as I can, and I just look at the teams for what they are. And, I, you know, styles make fights. And when I watch Alabama, I think they have the advantage. Uh, so let's just look at what – because, all right, how does each team go about winning the game? And so when I look at Michigan – Michigan is an undefeated conference champion that does what they do. That's what they've done all year long. Doesn't matter who they play. They are who they are. They haven't really changed personalities versus this team versus that team. So they're a run first team that's going to use 21, 12 personnel, multiple tight ends. And, and that, and they run the football, then they throw the football off of that. And so, and mostly utilizing the tight ends as well, which is a great matchup versus most teams. Then I look on the other side and I look at Alabama's defense and I'm like, all right, well, Alabama's big. Nobody's just going to out physical and push them around. I know Michigan is going to move gaps and pull guys and do some other things to make sure the gaps are moving and not just trying to bully Alabama, but they do like to play bully ball. And nobody really bullies Alabama since Nick Saban's been there. They're too big. They're too physical. That's just what he recruits. And then, okay. So you use two tight ends. You want to do some other things. Michigan has one, receiver that's a threat Roman Wilson my favorite name in college football and then <laughs> so he's a threat they like to use him in different motion situations to get him open get him off the line because he's not a very big guy so they use motion to 
to get him away from guys and then get him up the field and big explosive plays come off of that. Outside of that, then they use tight ends like Colton, uh, Colston, uh, yeah. Loveland, that's it. And number 89, I'm, his name is missing my – slip my name right now too. So these are the tight ends they use. And so Alabama, with Caleb Downs, they're going to use him in big nickel situations, put him in the box. They still have their coverage guys on the outside and Terry on Arnold and Kool-Aid McKintree. Alabama loves that matchup. And the, and the strength of Alabama's defense is the secondary piece. And so if you don't have the advantage where you can get big and still be able to run the ball – and pass off of it because now you have safeties that can cover. You also have the uh, the two corners on the outside that you love that matchup versus any receiver of Michigan. That's advantage Alabama. And so where do you get that advantage at? Okay, quarterback runs, but J.J. McCarthy's athletic. He's not Mike Vick. It's a difference. And so if they were able to handle Jaden Daniels in the same type of situations with a great rush plan, I think they have the same ability to be able to do that versus a Michigan team that J.J. McCarthy is not the same threat that Jaden Daniels in. So I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, how's Michigan getting to 24 points? They have to get to 24 points some kind of way or another. And I think Alabama with their explosiveness on offense and all of you have to stop with Jalen Milrow. Michigan has not faced a quarterback like Jalen Milrow. I understand he has some, some deficiencies here and there, whatever you want to say, but Michigan has not spied a quarterback all year long. So now you got to implement some kind of spy game. And we saw Georgia do that for the first time and it didn't work for Georgia as well either. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how Michigan gets those 24 points or 24, 28 to 30 points to try and win this game versus Alabama. I know that Alabama will be able to score at some point. I just don't know how much because of the explosiveness of their offense and also their run, their quarterback. Yes. So we have a different view on this game. Roman Harper is here with us. Does a great job. SEC network. You said 24 points. It's funny. My final score for this game is Michigan 23 Alabama 20 <laughs> and I think this is a physical old school style football game and Blake Corum is the toughest running back in the country Donovan Edwards yes. will be good for one big explosive play that we're usually not accustomed to allowing to be able to see Nick Saban giving that up and then you hit the nail on the head McCarthy is going to be the difference in this game and I say this full disclosure I do not love JJ McCarthy but I think the best thing to happen to Michigan was last year, I'm screaming when it was Michigan TCU, use his legs, use his legs, use his legs. And they allowed him to be a little bit more mobile in the second half against TCU. Now, I know they're not going up against TCU. They're going up against Alabama. I get that. But I think they unleash McCarthy coming up uh, on Monday, and they trust his legs early in the game. And I think that's going to make for a major difference. Yeah, I, I think – so the thing I like about Quorum is that he's a running back that kind of hits the hole with speed and power, right? Like, reminds me a lot of uh, Mark Ingram. When Mark Ingram would hit the hole, he explodes through the hole with power. So they break a lot more arm tackles and things of that nature. But Michigan's O-line, without the guard, they've had an injury or two up front. Yeah. I, the, it's not the, as good the, as the offensive line the last two years. You're right, right on that. Right. I, I agree. I agree with that. So it's like, all right. So how do they get those explosive runs? Alabama, they're like, dude, we're going to put eight, nine guys in the box and dare you to beat us another way. And so, and you give Nick Saban a month to prepare. I just think a lot of these things are leaning towards Alabama's favor when I continue to rattle my brain about how's, how do you go about winning this game? How do you go about winning this game? Now, the one thing that we cannot count on are turnovers. And if Michigan forces Alabama into mistakes and turnovers, all defensively or special teams, then Michigan sets themselves up to win this game. But if you do not do that, if this thing's all square and turnovers, that I don't think it bodes well 
from Michigan. That's just the, the matchup that I see. And you definitely do not want this to be any type of drop back game because Michigan's O-line, the tackles, they look more like guards that are playing tackle. And that just is not a good matchup versus Dallas Turner or Chris Braswell, who we know can both really, really rush the passer efficiently. So I'm really interested and intrigued uh, about the matchups and the unknown of Jim Harbaugh. I think the unknown of Jim Harbaugh is another thing that not enough people are going to talk about that I really look at because I played against Jim Harbaugh when he was coaching the 49ers in the playoffs. He's always got a, a play or two, a wrinkle that nobody sees, nobody's ready for. So how do you stay disciplined enough to be ready and prepared for those things so those big plays don't kill you and cost you? And so Alabama did a great job versus Georgia keeping everything in front of them, playing a lot more coverage, keeping two high safeties, playing a lot more combo coverages where every every two receivers that you got, we got three defenders on them, okay? And so we win in that number, and then we're going to let our up-front up guys win in the run game. Stay disciplined in your gaps because when I watch Michigan on tape, it's not like they're just blowing people off the ball. As much as they're so consistent with the run game, all they need is one guy to get out of a gap. And Blake Corman, Donovan Edwards hit that hole late. And then that's when they get their explosive play. So Alabama has to stay disciplined in their run gaps. And if they do that, they just make it so much harder on Michigan because Michigan is not an explosive team outside of the run game and then a couple of deep shots down the field. So, um, But when you just look at them per player, Alabama is not afraid of Roman Wilson. They're not afraid of Colston Loveland. So that part of it, I think Alabama's a different sense of confidence, maybe quiet confidence, but um, I, I like the matchup if I'm Alabama, and uh, I can't wait till you actually want to mention the other game as well. well, we'll Even get, though I know you're a Michigan guy. Well, we'll get to that game in just a second, but you talk about a trick play. I'm telling you, there's yeah. going to be a second half orgy in this game with Alex Orgy <laughs> They've been used in the last few weeks. Run, run, run. He is going to have a big pass in his this game and, com- and make his first completion of the season. Get ready for that second okay. half orgy, okay. Roman. Uh, I, I, would, I, would, I would be shocked. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked because this is exactly what I just said would happen. Was that Harvard's going to do something that nobody's ready for? Because yep. the moment Alex Orgy comes in, I'm going zero blitz. I'm, ta- I'm eating up all the gaps, and I'm going to make him beat us some kind of way, uh, some other way than just a quarterback power, which is all he's shown to be able to do or that they've allowed him to do so far. That's not all he can do, but I'm sure. But that is what he does really well. He's a big quarterback, too, that runs downhill. So, uh, But Alabama, man, they're just really big as well. So, it, you know, I and maybe we are all are becoming, um, you know, we're, we're just so used to the last time we saw these teams, which was Michigan really struggling to, to put on an offensive showcase versus the Iowa team yeah. that's not very athletic that I've never seen the defense run cover three so many times in one game and just never mix up any other look and versus Michigan. And Michigan couldn't do anything about it because what Iowa did was they just got in their gaps and stayed there. And we didn't get out of our gaps. We didn't. We all stayed in the place we were supposed to be at. And if you're disciplined enough to be boring and basic and just do that all day consistently enough, then you're going to give yourself a chance. Because the biggest thing is run, run the run game to stop the running game, it's all a numbers game. If I got eight guys, I got that advantage. Now, if you bring in the quarterback run game, then you got nine So because you got an extra blocker. So then you got a little bit of extra problems. That's why you're saying J.J. McCarthy could be up. But I, I just – if Michigan wants to all of a sudden do something completely different, I don't know most teams that are successful that way, that have been able to win 10 games, that are undefeated conference champion, that has reached the pinnacle, the number one team in the country, 
doing things one way and then all of a sudden getting the biggest game of the year and do it a little bit or completely different. That's just really hard for everybody to wrap their heads around. Uh, but you do have a month to prepare. So it'll be interesting to see. I just don't see teams being successful that way. I haven't been around it. Do you think, Roman Harper, this is the finest coaching job Nick Saban has done in his illustrious career at Alabama? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I think the, 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 the book is not written yet. It's not complete. Um, now, if they go on to win it, then probably so. Uh, you could may possibly say that. But I, I think it just it just looks so different than what you're used to seeing. Alabama did not look good early in this season. This team has figured out who they are, what works for them. And that's what I think that's what we, we should give Nick, Nick Saban more credit on is that he's never just a, a, a stake in the ground. You know what I mean? He's not like, oh, I'm just planting my flag here and this is who we are. This is what we're going to do. Doesn't matter what. He's always like, well, what works best with this team? What works best with this player? How can I give this player add more value to him and his life on and off the field all the time? And so because he's never just a, a flag in the sand type guy, I think they're always evolving. They went from a run first team to a Lane Kiffin, hurry up offense, spread the ball all around, throw it around the ballpark, to then go back to Derrick Henry toting the rock type offense, to then Bryce Young and – and Mac Jones throwing it all over the place to now more of a run first, throwing the ball some, being more explosive and leaning on the defensive type team as well. So when you can win in multiple facets, that really shows how great of a coach you are because not so much that you're so much smarter than everybody, but it's more like I, it's not about me and ego and mm -hmm. that it's not about just me and how we're going to do things, but just more about what's best for my team and let's go do that. Yeah, and I don't know if you will agree with this or not, but when he benched Milrow, and I said this at the time when yeah. he went back to him the next week, when he benched Milrow, I thought that was the first time going into that USF game that he actually heard, like, the outside criticism. I don't think he actually wanted to bench Milrow when he did it, but he felt as if he had to, and that's why he went back to him so quickly shortly after that. Was that not like a Jedi mind trick? Is that like a parent just treating their, treating their, you know, tricking their kid into, all right, you think you want this, but this is what you really need, okay? And so, all right, I'll give you this. Need it, and so that was the one really cool thing about that whole deal was that I was actually a little nervous about it too because I. Yeah, we're, ha we're having uh, trouble here in Roman, obviously. He's uh, driving around, so I, I think we just uh, lost him for a second. I think we got him back, though. Roman, can you hear me all right? All righty. So I, I don't think we're, we're able to uh, reconnect with Roman Harper. If we get him back up, that'd be great. I just want to ask him one more question about uh, Texas and Washington, but uh, if we're not good to go, uh, then that is all right. Good conversation with Roman Harper right there who was joining us on CBS Sports Radio from the SEC Network as he gets set uh, for Michigan and Alabama, and we also have Texas and uh, Washington as well. We're just going to try to uh, reconnect him. I still think he's uh, actually up uh, on the screen, but we're just having trouble hearing him. So Roman Harper's back. All right, let's wrap it up this way. Texas, Washington, what do you love about this matchup? I think it's a high-scoring affair. I think uh, Washington pulls this game out late, but it wouldn't surprise me either way. I think this is like a 34-31 game, but I'm going Washington. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm kind of with you. I'm going Washington as well. I think I haven't decided completely, but you know, Zach, I, sorry, I went through a Valley right there, bro. Uh, over here. I'm about to oh, go off with my cousin. So, uh, yeah. And so what really happened was that, uh, so I, I, 
I like this Washington-Texas matchup because I don't know. So everybody's been telling us that Texas is the better team. And, I, and when you look at a roster per, per person, like maybe Texas is better. Like Texas is back in that mm-hmm. way. But when you look at where Texas is strong at, that D-line, like is their D-line really going to be that much of an advantage in this game? If it is not the biggest advantage that we think it's going to be or anticipated being, then Washington's going to win this game. And the thing that kind of takes away the advantage of Texas is they're so big and physical in the middle. But Washington doesn't run the ball in the middle. They, they pick the ball up. They throw it out fast to their wide receivers. They do a lot of screens. They get the ball out wide. And when they run the football, they do a lot of pin and pull uh, runs, which is they bring a tight end in. They block down on the end. They pull a guard or a tackle. They get to the edges. So they're not really running downhill. They're always getting to the edges. So this team attacks you horizontally way more than they do vertically. And then off of that, they got some passes downfield that, man, this guy, Michael Penix, can straight up throw it. I hate his throwing technique, but everybody's going to love on him just a little bit more naturally because he's a lefty. Everybody loves a left-handed quarterback. They just look different. They feel pretty. It's just a whole deal. But he's inaccurate at times. But these receivers of Washington are a problem. And Texas secondary is not the best as well. I hate the coverages that they play a lot of times just because as a safety, whenever you don't touch a, a slot receiver and I look up and 12 yards down the field, it's always man-to-man coverage. I don't like that. So that's what Texas finds himself doing a lot of, and that's going to – Washington is going to try and take advantage of that. Also, doing a little bit of go-back film last year, a lot of these same players played in this game last year in this game, the Alamo Bowl. And Texas did not affect Michael Penix like they wanted to. Washington affected Quinn Ewers a lot more last year then Texas affected Michael Penix. And because of that, I think a lot of these simulators will rise. And uh, I, I think I'm leaning towards Washington in the upset in this. All righty, Roman Harper. Enjoy the traveling. We appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for doing this. And happy new year to you and your family. Hey, man. Happy new year's, man. Thanks, Zach, as always having me, man. Appreciate it, man. You know, I'll be listening. You got it. Thanks so much. There he is, Roman Harper, the great Roman Harper, joining us on CBS Sports Radio. All righty, we'll take a break. We'll come on back. We'll update you some of the biggest stories in the world of sports with some audio with the news brief. But first up, I was just about to toss it to an update, but that's not the case right now because we're not at 4.30 yet. I don't know. For some reason, I did this on the 6 to 10 show. Whenever I'm about to go to the news brief and tease the news brief, I always am about to toss it to an update. So maybe I have some of the announcer uh, yips uh, right there. But anyway, we'll come on back in five minutes. Zach Hilch, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.